Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 322. Today is Monday. Monday, if you are from the South, apparently that's the thing. You guys pronounce things that are clearly pronounced day D. All right. I don't get it. Maybe it's a cultural thing. We just need to have a serious talk about this, that it's pronounced day. Okay, everybody. Uh, but I digress. I'm sorry. I'm like offending all of my Southern Southern folks. I love you guys. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I certainly did. Very busy, very productive, very autumny. We did a lot of fun autumn things. We uh, we went to Michael's, uh, the craft store, uh, which was uh, all of the fall stuff was out. Um, I'm one of the few, <laughs> one of the few guys that willingly goes into craft stores. Um, I always joke about that. Like when it's if it's Hobby Lobby, Michael's, Craft Warehouse, I'm one of the few guys that's actually there by his his own free will. Um, because I do a lot of like miniature building and and stuff like that, so I love it. Um, I spend just as much time in there as Lauren does. Um, and then on uh, on Saturday, Illumination, Lauren and I we went out to the Pumpkin Patch, uh, and that was absolutely fantastic. Had some fresh apple cider donuts, which were the bomb. dot com. Got a bunch of cozy fall things. Um, love it. Love this time of year. Super great. Um, guys, also, if you guys are listening on Spotify, make sure to follow the Elijah fire podcast on Spotify. We really appreciate that. Give us an honest review, all that good stuff. Um, also, uh, Elijahstreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate. That keeps this whole thing afloat. This keep, keeps, keeps the ship afloat and keeps us afloat five days a week. Um, and we really appreciate your guys' generosity, your donations, your belief in this ministry. Um, and uh, we also do the well thing, you guys. So I'm going to play a quick update on the wells. Uh, we got a couple of new ones. So I'm going to pick one at random and three, two, one. Initially, the leader of the village wanted a water source because he saw the need in the community. And when he reached out to us, she was one of the places that... We visited her area and when we checked the place, there was no water that you could be able to drill a water source, a water well. And so she believed that the water well will be in this area. But with the surveyors, after checking everything, like there was no way. And she said, no, that water well is going to be in this place. So she took a step of faith and she was listening to a pastor. And as the pastor was sharing, he mentioned something and said, if there is something that the enemy has taken away from you, it is a point to claim it back. And so she decided to hold the dirt from the ground and claimed the water well in that exact spot. After the surveyors had moved around the whole village and the Shomasi team, they definitely came back to the exact same spot. And that is what the Lord does. She took a step of faith and now the community is being blessed by the water well that is in this area. Lives are being changed. A number of people have given their lives to Christ exactly at this spot. She is a living like testimony. The water source is just exactly in the town center and everyone can come and drink from this very source. Clean, safe, and also receive Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much. Amazing. Love it. Love it. Uh, and again, just to really drive it home for the 10,000th 
time that that is because of you guys. So um, seriously, it's amazing. Lives transformed, communities transformed. So many people open to the gospel just by meeting that basic need of water. So um, very exciting. Um, all right. Speaking of exciting, my guest today, super, I just I love hanging out with her. She's a, a great friend. Um, you know, so we talk a lot. This is just another excuse to hang out. So um, for those who don't know who she is, she's a Christian content creator um, doing a lot of amazing work in uh, in the TikTok sphere, Instagram sphere, um, exposing, you know, millions of people to the gospel. Uh, and she's also the author of Hope in 60 Seconds. Let's give it up for our guest and friend, Christina Baker. Christina. Baker. Hey, Jeff. Hey. <laughs> Great to be here. Yeah. As always. Absolutely. Absolutely. So very excited to have you on the show. It's I feel like it's been a while since you and I have sat down just the two of us on the show because we had Ryan yeah. on with you, which was amazing. Yeah, that was so much fun. One of yeah. my favorites, just the marriage, the entire marriage uh -huh. series that you and Lauren did was just yeah. But it was like amazing. that episode was like, like. We went out with a bang. Yeah. And if you haven't, for those of you, if you haven't watched that single or married, please go watch it. It will just bless you. Bless you deeply. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Check it out, you guys. All right, Christina, uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah. Well, I believe that this is a burning topic, not just in our lives and you and Lauren's lives, uh, but I believe that it's, this is a body of Christ topic and it's it's the power of just a discerning spirit mm -hmm. believe with the days that we're walking in right now in fact i was actually processing this with with kelsey a few months ago we started talking about this with ryan and i was so surprised at mardell i don't know if you guys have a mardell in oregon but mardell is a christian bookstore one of like the few christian bookstores that are left and like big chains you know and you can't find a lot of books on discernment. Hmm. There's lots of books on miracles and anointing and, and which we love. We, those are gifts that are given to the body of Christ that someone would, would teach on breakthrough and miracles and anointing. We need all of that. But, but there was like, wow, Lord, there's really a need for a teaching on discernment more than ever than in the times that we're in, hmm. because there's so much, and it's not just, are we looking at, am I speaking, for those that might be wondering, is she speaking of an eschatological time? Is she speaking of uh, just a time? Like, what, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the time that we're in technologically. I'm talking about the time that we're in where everything is moving at a fast pace. The moment that you get out of bed, you're getting shot like darts with information from every direct, north, wow. south, east, and west. Teachers coming out, apostles and prophets and Every, there's anything you need is out there. So who's yeah, really think, telling the truth? Right. And I think too, and this is, you know, I speak this just because of the nature of the platform that we're on with the Elijah list yeah. that anyone nowadays can open up a social media account yeah. and call themselves a prophet. And if you don't have discernment 
um, you may fall prey to stuff that is actually not, it, it's, it, they're prophesying from the second heaven, right? The second heaven, mm-hmm. those of you who need a refresher is wow. a place where all the angels and demons are warring and, and all of that. But we need to prophesy from the third heaven, which is where Amen. God resides. So anyone can open up a, a social media account and call themselves a prophet wow. nowadays. And so we need to be vigilant in our pursuit of the truth. And how do you do that? How can wow. you, how do you, how do you, how do you, what's a great tool to utilize discernment, you know? So, yeah. It's powerful. It's and so powerful. you and you and I were talking uh, last week, I think, and I had mentioned, and I'll, I'll mention this guy's name just because people know, yeah. uh, but it's John MacArthur, who is a known cessationist and yeah. is often very critical of a lot of our viewpoints, but he said something and it was he was in it was a conference he did called strange fire and strange fire is in reference to back when the the israelites were in the the wilderness and there was it said there was a group of them that operated in a strange fire and there were negative repercussions as a result of this and he said oh that strange fire is the charismatic movement um which i i i had to laugh uh, but but something he said and i said you know what i agree with you Mr. MacArthur. Um, and it was, he said, one of the greatest, he said, the greatest need for the body of Christ right now is discernment. And I said, yeah. you and I actually agree on something. Obviously what he means by that and what I mean, on it, you know, by that are different, right? Yeah. But, yeah. but um, I'm like, I can work with that. That to me is common ground with John MacArthur. Yes. And, yes. and I think rather than looking at John MacArthur as my enemy, um, whether we like it or not, and whether he likes it or not, you and I, John MacArthur, everybody, we're all part of the same body of Christ. That's right. right. So anyways, I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole, but but um, the discernment thing, you know, I would definitely agree with him on that. Yeah. That's absolutely so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, you know, one of the things is, first of all, we have to have an understanding of what discernment is from the father's heart. And he gives us, there's, even though there aren't maybe a lot of books being written about discernment, the word of God is full of scriptures on discernment. And one yeah. of the things, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, Jeff, but I always tell people, you know, well, how do I have a discerning spirit? Read, 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 listen. Hear, faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God, reading the word of God to be able to discern the will of God, we have to know the heart of God. And to know the heart of God, we need to know the word of God. Mm. And so when the word of God is in our spirit, it's really, really difficult for the enemy to come and to deceive a believer. And you think about, well, what is deception? Because we're seeing we're seeing things in the world right now where we're like, yeah, that doesn't really, that doesn't really make sense. And not only does it not make sense, but it's not aligning with God's word. I hear what you're saying. But this, this something isn't setting well in my spirit. What is it? And we can get into that in a little bit because, because discernment is not criticism or judgment or a pass because you're a suspicious person. And because you've had a lot of bad experiences in church where maybe you've been abused by church leaders. So every church leader or a, a, a Christian now all of a sudden uh, you get a red flag and, and you've heard that I have a check in my spirit. And sometimes, you know, that check in our spirit may not be discernment sometimes that check in our spirit could be i had a really bad experience and i'm not sure 
a prejudice. Mm. I really love, I was, I was listening to this gentleman who said that he is, and I loved, I loved his, his honesty that when he listens to people preach the word of God, he likes for them to be in suits. He likes for them to, uh, you know, come elegant and present themselves in a certain way. And he said, I have to be really careful with that because somebody that's covered with tattoos from head to toe could be delivering and has delivered. He, he just shared his experience, how people that didn't look a certain way came and delivered a powerful anointed word, totally changed his life. Yeah, so that we could have be to delivering be the word that's the going to word. change the trajectory of your life. And it could be someone who looks very unorthodox by your standards. Yeah. 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 And so, so we need to separate what discernment is and what discernment is it. So by definition, discernment is actually, we can go to first Corinthians 12 and 10, because this is, this is, uh, this is something that Paul Paul said was a gift was one of the gifts that was given to the body. And one of them is, and it says here, this is in the amplified to another, the working of miracles to another prophetic insight, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose. And to another, the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterance utterances of true spirits and false ones. I, this is why I love the Amplified because it just goes it goes a little bit deeper. And to another various unknown tongues, to another the ability to interpret in such tongues. So this is a spirit. This is a gift that the Lord has given to the body as a gift. There's people that operate in the gift. I believe there's like an office that we operate in the gift of, we can operate in the gift of discernment. And then there are people that have the gift of discernment. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that all of us as believers can ask the Lord for. In fact, in Jeremiah 33, 3, it says this, God, God is not withholding this from us. It says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. Mm -hmm. And this is the key, the, the key word. It says fenced in and hidden, which you do not know, do not distinguish, have knowledge of. And so God wants us to seek him for discernment. Yeah. He wants us to search his word, the glory of it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of Kings to search it out. We have to search out the heart of God to be able to, to know his counsel, to know his will. And especially in these days where, as we shared earlier, it's technologically and just with the internet, we're being hit on every direction. And, and the Lord doesn't want us to be swayed by every wind of doctrine right? with doctrines that what, what Paul said, doctrines of devils doctrines that that can easily sway you in a different direction we all know that person and we all have all met people that started off a certain way and then you're like well what happened yeah what happened like that person in fact there's a particular person without saying any names i remember watching videos of him probably about 10 years ago and i just remember weeping watching him minister to people and he began to come under this teaching of some, let's just say this is strange fire about aliens and different things like that. Yeah. And it was really, it was, it just, it brought me a lot of grief because I knew what he carried was such a gift to the body of Christ ministered to us actually really just changed the way Ryan and I ministered was because of this individual. We, we saw the power of God through his life. So mm -hmm. the basis of all discernment 
is the word of God. If you're having issues discerning what God's will is in your life right now. And to some, this may sound so simple. Read, 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 read. I say this a lot. You've probably heard me say this, Jeff. Force feed the word, just like you would Mm. force feed a baby sometimes. You get that they need to eat. Well, we need to eat too. We need to eat the word. We need to consume the scrolls. And that's what the prophet said. He consumed the word of God. And, And that's what we need to be. That's what we need to do in this time is consuming the word of God like never before. Yeah. Yeah. Deception is a little bit of truth with a little bit of lie. I remember the man that led me to the Lord. It was really interesting because I'm so thankful for this. When I came to the Lord, he, we all worked in the same office and our cubicles were pretty close together. And I, as a young believer, as a babe in Christ, I'd run over there and I'm like, I need to know what to do about this. And he would look at me and he would say, he had a rule that I had to have three scriptures that I had read about a certain topic before I could ask him a question. That's and so good. I would go with, I was like, I need to know right now. And he's like, do you have th- the three scriptures? Have you read the three scriptures pertaining what we agreed on? And I'm like, no, I need to know right now. I was just really impulsive. And he's like, then we're not going to talk about this until you go to the word for what was first, what was he, tra- he was training me go to God first before I went to somebody else. And that's what's mm-hmm. happening right now. I believe instead of, and, and it's okay, we all do that. But I, I believe that all of the, all of the ministries on the internet are only, it's just confirmations to what we're hearing from God already in our personal time with him. Yeah. And you know, I think you and I have talked about this privately often is that to me, it's actually, I mean, it's cool to get a word that comes yeah. out of left field and you're like, whoa, this yes. is a big word, but it's even cooler. And I actually prefer this because it's really encouraging to me as a believer is to receive a prophetic word that confirms things God has already been speaking to me um, because we we want to hear God. And so when you do hear God in your in your quiet time when you're alone with him and then a you know someone gives you a prophetic word that confirms those things that only yeah. you and God talked about yeah that is like it's like number 1 it's confirming of like okay I can go ahead with this or I can hold on to this word but it's also confirming because you're like I'm hearing God you know yeah. and this is a confirmation of that and so I think you know we get in the prophetic, we can get very hung up on, please give me a word. I need a word yeah. in order to, yeah. to, to move forward. I'm like, what is God speaking to you? Everything that I say to you should be a confirmation, not everything, but a lot of it should be a confirmation of things that God is already speaking to you. Because uh, he does want to build you up as an individual as well. So, Yes. Yeah. And he needs to be our source. Yeah. Real. We can't go wrong when the word of God is anchored in our hearts. Yeah, That's why the, so good. the devil fights believers so much to being able to just sit down and spend time in the word of God. Mm. And because here, what begins to happen in second Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse five, it, it talks about the renewing of the mind and casting down imaginations when you've got the word in you, you're, you're building an arsenal inside of your spirit that when deception comes you're going to be able to identify it and you're going to be able to weed out the things it's like eating the meat and spitting out the bones because mm. we're not we're not the lord 
And so mm. even when now, obviously we teach with the fear of God and we, when we teach the word of God, it is something, I mean, even Paul said like that, not many should become teachers because they'll be judged more harshly. And so mm. there's, there's, there's a fear, there's a reverence that when we begin to study and teach the word and we serve it to the body of Christ, I don't know about you, Jeff, because you do a lot of teaching on here and, and you carry that as well. You have a, you have a way of, of delivering the word of God in ways that people can understand. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And but there's just such a, a great responsibility to that because these are people's eternal. I mean, we're talking about something that has an eternal consequence mm-hmm. that teaching, teaching sound doctrine is so important in these days. Yeah. So, you know, I, and I see this a lot. I think we all have to be really careful, especially those that consider themselves, you know, very prophetic or have that prophetic edge or a prophetic anointing on their life. A lot of people that are prophetic are feelers and, and they perceive things from the realm of the spirit as they, God speaks through our feelings. He speaks Mm -hmm. through many different ways. So we, I believe that distinction of, okay, is this discernment or is this, is there's a very fine line where it's discernment. Now it gets into criticism and suspicion. And I believe that, you know, you, you hear people, it's like wonderful ministries and there's like, well, something doesn't set right in me. Well, is it because the lights, there are too many lights, the music was loud, or is it because something that you heard just didn't line up with the word of God? Or a pastor, the pastor that. reminds you of an ex-boyfriend and you're not fully drawn the connection. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, yeah, it can be so many different things. Yeah. So we need to be able to, we need to be able to distinguish that. And so I believe that as we are going into this next year, and we've talked about this. Uh, extensively, as we are going into this next year, that we would fervently, earnestly ask the Lord to give each of us a discerning spirit. Yeah, yeah. God, Jesus, Jesus, I think about it. I'm like, Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing. He said what he heard the Father saying. Even Jesus had to position his ear on the heart of the Father to be able to hear his heartbeat to be able to hear his words, to be able to discern what God, what the father was doing and saying. Mm-hmm. So if Jesus had to do that, how much more for us guys? Yeah. Yeah. And something I want to point out, just going back to the whole thing I said earlier about having a prophet confirm a word to you. I hope people understand what I'm saying. I'm not trying to vilify anybody who's like, sometimes you're in a really tough place and you're like, you feel like you can't hear God. Sometimes I have been yeah. in those places where I'm like, God, I need Absolutely. something like, and sometimes it is in the form of someone prov- giving a prophetic word. I'm not trying to vilify that. All I'm trying to do is, is take everybody and reorient them back to him because he's yes. the source of all of it. Yes. And so, so good. that's the, the last thing I want to do under my watch on Elijah fire is encourage you to become dependent on someone else's ability to hear God. Amen. That's the last thing Amen. I want because we're under a new covenant. Okay. Amen. We all have access to the same spirit. So for me, it's more about that under my watch. I don't want you, I don't want to bring anybody on and force them into a position in your life. Um, 
where you're like, okay, I need to hang on every single word this person says versus seeking God for myself and hearing mm. from him. Okay. So that's yeah. more what I'm after here. So anyways. It's really good, Jeff. And yeah. I just, I kind of just sense this in my spirit. A lot of you that are listening right now, God's given you a gift of discernment. He's given you the ability. Yeah. Some of you step into rooms and you just know what's going on in the room. You can discern the thoughts of, of, of man. You can discern things, not from, a, from the eyes of judgment, but you're discerning potential attacks in people's lives. You're discerning people walking in depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety. You discern those things. It's, it's, it's become, it's, it's part of your nature. It's who you are. That is the gift of discernment. You walk in this, you can't turn this thing off. It's on all the time. I think for people like that, that is the, that, that fine line of really being trained uh, by the Holy Ghost to not judge and look at someone and judge the person, but being able to look at it and go, okay, I see this is what's actually going on in their lives. And I, I've actually seen people say, gosh, this is like a curse. No, it's not a curse. Some of you listening to this may feel that way, that God's put this gift on your life to be able to discern what is happening in people's lives for kingdom purpose, hmm. that you would know and discern what's happening in their lives to be able to appropriately pray and even, even prophesy hope and the heart of God into people's lives at that moment. And I just want to pray this for those of you that are already walking in that, or for those of you that, that desire that. Paul said to earnestly desire these gifts. He said to the most to, to earnestly desire is to prophesy, but he said to earnestly desire spiritual gifts. And so, Father, I just pray mm. right now over your people. Father, we thank you for the gifts. These are gifts that you have given without holding back. You've given without repentance, God. You have, you have freely given gifts to your people. Mm. Father, there's many on this stream right now that are already walking in a very strong gift of discernment. And in this hour, Lord, it's like a, what I see is a picture of a sword. You are sharpening the sword. And I thank you that your word, Lord, is, is quick and sharper than any double-edged sword. And I just pray today, Lord, that your word would be rooted in people's hearts, that you would give them eyes to see today, to discern truth, to discern truth in situations that they're walking in, to discern truth in messages that are pre being preached all around the world, to discern situations and God, that the balance of it, of everything that they do and see would be the word of God, the mm -hmm. word of truth. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray for an impartation of discernment right now in each and every person. That God, that those that maybe had a cloud of, uh, Father, confusion. I just pray that you would, Lord, cause the scales to fall right now. Yeah. Maybe people that are in relationships that they have not been able to discern. God, is this of you? Is this not of you? Should I, I pray that right now, Lord, that it would become crystal clear by the power of your discernment. And we thank you today, Lord, for revealing any false doctrine. We thank you right now, Father, for revealing uh, truth into their spirit, just deposit your word into them, God. Yes. That they would be able to discern good and evil, truth and error. And we just thank you right now, Lord, just for, for a, an impartation of your presence. Holy Ghost, we say we welcome you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Mm -hmm. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. You know, what I love about discernment is that it brings clarity. Mm-hmm. You've had those moments, Jeff, where, where all of a sudden, doom, the light yeah. goes off. That's all, discernment. All the time. <laughs> You're like, where did I, I didn't see that before. I've gone, I actually had a moment a couple of weeks ago. It was like, ding. I'm like, two years, two mm-hmm. years. And now I'm seeing it for what it is. Yeah. Well, I think too, like it, it kind of feels like if, if, you know, discernment and, and waiting on the Lord, it's like you put something in the microwave and it like some things take a short amount of time to heat up and sometimes things take longer, but it's like you have all these different microwaves as you walk in the Lord, like, okay, this thing needs to incubate. Okay. This thing needs to incubate. And then eventually, at least right now for me, things are constantly things that I've been, you know, you're saying two years. It took two years for that thing to heat up for the all of a sudden the, the ready bell to ding of going, oh, that's what it is. And so for me, it's like right now, I feel like there's a lot of things where I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Things are going off, but it's wow. stuff that I've been allowing to incubate and taking before the Lord and, and, and asking for direction on and clarity on, Hey, there's just something. And it's interesting too, about discernment is sometimes, sometimes you don't know you don't know the why behind something. All you know is that's n- God is telling me to stay away from that. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's sometimes that's all you get is like stay away from it. And that's it's a need to know basis as to why, but you're not being given that much. Yeah. And then yeah, there's a lot I can say about that even. But um, I feel like we need to talk about that for a moment because what is okay. right for one person is not right for another sometimes. So it's not about evil and good because let's say God has a place for you geographically to go. One place is Australia, the other place is New Zealand. And God, just like he did with Paul through many of his travels, he would tell Paul, go here. Mm -hmm. Or he would say, don't go there Mm -hmm. for whatever. God has his reasons. So discerning the voice of God in a situation is so important. It's not about the geography. Sometimes it's not about the person that is evil or that is good. It's about God's will for your life. And, and, and sometimes that's all you get. Don't do that. Hmm. That was really powerful. I felt like we needed to talk a little bit about that because yeah, it's important. Well, and you can, I think where I've fallen short in the past um, a lot has been God says, don't do that. And I go, oh, it's because of, and then I fill in all these Mm -hmm. things that God, all he told me was that's not for you. And I go, that for not for me equals bad for everyone. You know what I mean? Yes. And then then you just become annoying uh, to people. And I definitely have been that too. I think everybody listening probably can relate to what we're talking Mm. about. Just like, yeah, like, Oh man. And maybe even now you're realizing this, like you're having this point of revelation of like, I was super annoying. And I'm realizing now that I was, you know, it's a sobering thing to realize that you caused the division that you saw, like maybe your friends group, you know, you know, split up or you distance yourself. You're like, Oh, we just grew apart. I'm like, maybe some of you realizing no, it's because I was super annoying and religious, you know, and that is, that's not fun to realize, you know, uh, but I've been there and, um, 
Yeah, I think it's really important when God does get your discernment kicks off and you're not getting all of the information. God, yeah. What God is looking for is obedience from you. Yeah. So right. rather than going, okay, so that's an evil thing. And oh, look, obviously there are things that are obviously evil. Okay. I don't need to, we don't need to, we need to absolutely do that. I mean, you know, but, um, but I think what I'm after is like, you know, when you, when you do your discerner kicks off and you're like, mm. oh, you know, like something's going on. Um, That's right. And you don't see the full picture, but you know enough to be obedient to God. That's enough. You know, that's enough. So good. And just letting everything else be the way it is and just going, okay, God, like you just told me to stay away from that thing. I see other Christians doing it. Um, was this a conviction for the body of Christ or was this a conviction for me? And then wow. that's another important question to ask. So, wow. Which also makes me think about what Paul Paul defined as you know if it's sin to you if it's if your if your conscience convicts you and you and you see that as sin it's sin yeah and so for for some of you that may be listening I really I just kind of get the sense of some of you listening and you, there are situations going on in your life that. You've been asking the Lord and pleading with him to be able to show you the truth. Hmm. I believe that what, as we prayed, what I saw was just scales falling from people's eyes to be able to discern what's of God and what's, of, what's not of him. And it's sometimes it's a good evil thing. It's something that God has specifically for you that he doesn't want you to miss. He doesn't want you to miss this season. He doesn't want you to miss this Kairos moment. He doesn't want you to miss this open opportunity. There's an opportunity. And I just kind of have this sense. There's there's some of you that are facing opportunities right now. There's several doors or maybe a couple doors that are that are opening for you, but it's going to require discernment to be able to, to walk through the door of destiny that the Lord has for you. So it's as simple as, and some of you just need to write this down, Jeremiah 33, 3. Mm -hmm. It is God's will for him to reveal things to you that are fenced in. In other words, things that might be hidden, mysteries that are not revealed, they're out there. But it is his will for you to know what he desires for you. Yeah. Because when we pray according to his will, he hears us. He stoops down. He hears the words of our prayers. So when you pray, you pray that in confidence. You pray that with great confidence, saying God actually wants me to have discernment. He wants me to walk with, with eyes wide open in terms of what's happening in my life and in the world around me. I should mm -hmm. be able to look, to look at the world and I should be able to look at my life and look at my relationships with the lens of the word of God and be able to distinguish truth. God wants that for you. Yeah. So if there's any of you that may be questioned, I don't have the gift of discernment. Ask God for it. He wants to give it to you. He wants to give this gift to you because he wants you to walk in his will and in his ways. Um, mm. For those of you, Psalm 119 is a big one. Okay. And I'm not, it's a very, very long one, but I believe yes. that in the times that we're living in, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, the times that we're living in guys, some of you may feel prompted by the Holy ghost to read this, to read it once a week, maybe just once a month because it's powerful. And I'm just going to point out just one. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 66. I love this. It says, teach me good judgment, wise and right discernment. Mm -hmm. 
and knowledge, for I have believed, trusted, relied on, and clung to your commands. In other words, his word. You cling to God's word, you're going to have discernment, folks. And when we walk at the beginning, what is the beginning? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And wisdom, I just feel like when we ask God for wisdom, there's a scripture in James that says that if any man lacks, lacks wisdom, that he he gives it to us without holding back, without reproach. God's like, here, have it. I want you to have wisdom. I want you to have discernment. Yeah. I want you to know how to be able. That's why when when Solomon asked the Lord, he, he could have had anything. And he asked it just right. move, so move the heart of God that he would ask him for wisdom. Uh -huh. He asked God for discernment to be able to lead his people. And God blessed him. Yeah. I believe that when we ask God for wisdom, we ask him for discernment, it moves his heart. Yeah. It moves his heart. And I don't know about, I don't know about, I say, I don't know about you, but I know this about you, Jeff. I know this about Lauren. I know that y'all want to move God's heart. I want to move God's heart. Mm -hmm. I know that many of y'all listening want to move God's heart. Begin to ask him, Father, I ask you for discernment. I ask you to open up my eyes. I ask you to show me your ways, teach me your statutes, show me mm -hmm. your commandments, and, and the Lord will reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to be in the dark. The enemy wants to keep us in the dark. That's why he wants to keep us out of the word of God. And mm -hmm. like Jeff said, there's nothing wrong. I've had so many moments where I've been so blessed, like a random word, random, but it confirmed what God was already speaking to me. And I just so desperately needed a word and it came and it was just like, it was just like a well of water, spring of water into my spirit that I needed at that moment. So mm. this isn't demonizing in any way, words coming from other places, but we have to have, we've got to be anchored mm. in his word and know his word. Be as the Bereans. We teach that to our son who's 16 years old and he just finished reading the Bible cover to cover this year. I was so proud of him because he is living that out. We're watching him live that out where he has walked. He, He's like, mom, you told me that I'm supposed to be like a Berean. And I'm like, oh, yes, absolutely. Of course. <laughs> yes, I you... did. I did, didn't I? And he's like KJV only. So we're kind of working. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, he's hardcore. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so that's, that's how I feel. Listen, discernment is protection. Discernment mm -hmm. is protection. We ask God, Father, protect us. Protect us. Discernment. Ask him for, for discernment because he's going to protect you yeah. through it. Yep. That's right. So let's talk a little bit more, Christina. I saw a note in here about, um, uh, oh, where is it? it? Just, oh yeah. Maybe we already talked about this, but the, the gift of discernment versus criticism and judgment. And how yeah, we, let's talk about that. How we can differentiate between those two. Let's dig into that a little bit deeper. Yeah. So again, it's very easy when God has given you this gift, you, you naturally walk in this gift. To be able to look at a person, to look at a ministry, to look at a minister and go, mm, that's not of God, because it doesn't look like your experience. It doesn't look like your methodology or your delivery or, mm -hmm. you know, the way that you have experienced God. And I believe that fine line is 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 dangerous because, number one, it causes division. And and two, it's not discernment, folks. It's not discernment just because something doesn't look like you or the way that you deliver the word of God we could totally be missing something that could change our life just by, by dismissing someone's teaching by the way that they look or by the way that they teach. Hmm. So I think being aware of that, because I just get this sense that there's a lot of people even on here that are walking in this gift 
and being aware of that. I know, I don't know if you've experienced this, Jeff, but I have to be aware of that a lot. I, I want to be able to receive from every stream mm -hmm. as long as they're teaching sound doctrine. I want to yeah. be able to receive from Baptists and Presbyterians and, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, charismatic teaching and preachers. I want to be able to receive his word through different trumpets per se. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Because his word is his word and he is delivering his word all over the earth in different ways so that certain people groups would be able to receive it. Not everybody's going to like the way that I teach or preach or look and, other, and, and the same for you, Jeff. We are not for everybody, but that's okay. That's okay. Right. If it's, if it's sound doctrine, I just, my prayer is God, let me hear your truth, no matter what it looks like or what, in what form it comes in. Let me see you. And so I believe that that's, uh, we're seeing a lot of that. We talked about that last week. We're seeing a lot of that online too. And, and I think it could really lead the body astray. You know, when you're attacking someone, because mm -hmm. of the way that they're um, teaching and it doesn't look like you. Yeah. Yeah. We love, we love what looks like us. It's easy to love that because they're like, wow, That's, we remind each, each uh, other. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what about the person that doesn't look like you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that's the amazing thing about, you know, that's why community is so important, um, especially when it's a, an eclectic community. I mean, that was my experience in YWAM was like just so many different types, so many different denominations, you know, and um, both cessationists and charismatics and people in between, you know, wow. and um, I think that and then also different age ranges. Obviously, it's youth with a mission, but there are people yeah. who are boomers, you know, that were OG YWAMers that are still there. And I think... Um, all of it's needed within the body of Christ. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'll only listen to people if they're young or I'll only listen to dude, if he's in a suit or I'll only listen to tatted up people. You know, it's like, if we're, I think that's why it's really important to like pay attention to that and the pride that can be there too. Like, no, there I'm, gonna to I'm not going to listen to that guy because he doesn't look like me or I'm not going to listen to that guy because of this or that. Or I don't like that. Um, you know, yeah. I don't like that. He's wearing a suit or I don't like that. He's, um, you know, I don't like the way his hair looks or I don't like, you know, it could be a lot of different things. And could it be that these, that these thoughts, because the Bible says, let a man examine himself, not mm -hmm. let a man have another man come examine him. No, let us examine our own selves and our motives. Yeah, and that's, that's what, good. when we read the word, the word, the word tells us that, that our thoughts like are, are, are revealed just by reading the word of God. And could it be that, when we look at something that doesn't look like us, talk like us, deliver like us is revealing some spiritual pride or is revealing something in us that needs to be crucified, mm -hmm. that needs to just be put at the altar because, or even something rooted in jealousy because the, these things come and, and we don't recognize them for what they are, but the Holy spirit can reveal those things to us. Yeah. And I believe that more than ever in this hour, God wants to bring unity but not unity at the cost of compromise. So let's get that straight. That we're like, well, let's just have unity. And we're like overlooking a lot of stuff. And we're like, 
oh, they do this, but you know, unity, no, no. Yeah. Unity, not at the cost of compromise, but unity in the body. We were talking about it's Psalm 133, which talks about the unity in the body and and how the Lord commands a blessing. Mm -hmm. But if we're not, if we're not, if we're not careful to operate in discernment, we we can miss God. We can miss a word. We can miss that thing that's going to change our life. Mm -hmm. We can miss that opportunity. I can I could think about 10, 20, probably like so many different moments that if it had not been for the grace of God, I would have dismissed something as, oh, that's not God. But what if it is God? What if it is God? A lot of times we're like, oh, that's not God. But what if it is God? Hmm. Yeah. So we really have to ask our we have to have to ask ourselves that question. That comes with spiritual maturity. As you know his heart, as you know his ways, you will have a protection around your life and heart. The decisions that you make will be made based on his word and not necessarily how you feel. And I think that that's how when Paul talked about being swayed in every wind of doctrine, he's talking about people that are just you know, something good comes around. It's the itching of the ears. It's yeah. the, oh, that feels really good. Um, but as soon as we start talking about crucifying the flesh and forgiveness and repentance, it's like, where'd the people, where'd everybody go? Yeah. The, yeah. Cause it's, it's very uncool. Uh, very uncool. I, you know, something that I always say about like hearing God and in, in is, you know, as it pertains to discernment is, it's always easier to hear God when it's something you don't want to do. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> that has been like, that was actually my crash course in hearing God was like, I remember when I, when I was going into YWAM, wow. I knew there was enough confirmation. I knew that I was supposed to go into YWAM, but I was like, looking at, I was like, dude, I'm going to go to, why well, was all over the world. I'm going to Europe. Let's go to Europe. Let's, let's get out of here. And then the, <laughs> the Lord said, I want you to do your, I want you to do your, your school here in Salem where I grew up. I'm like, that is so lame, God. That's what I told him. I was like, seriously, come on. And so I kept trying to fight it. And it was just like, like, I just felt this pull towards Salem. And so I was like, okay, all right. You know, but that made it easy to hear and discern what was me and wow. what wasn't because what I wanted was so different than what God was was instructing me to do you know so um wow. that is kind of a i guess a, a silver lining to hearing something you don't want to hear from the wow. lord you know um is that okay because like if i hadn't stayed in salem i would not have met lauren you know and so for me obviously there was a lot more than that at stake um you know, a lot of lessons I learned that put me on the trajectory of where I am today uh, were because of people wow. that were present at that base. Um, if I had just fought against the Lord and just wanted to do something out of my own flesh, I don't know that I would have turned out, or at least I would not have been around those types of people. That was like the perfect yeah. mixture of people to teach me some really valuable things. So, yeah. 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 And what a big, how big is, when you think about even just staying a certain place and meeting the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life in, we're mm -hmm. talking about big things. Yeah. We're not talking about like what you're going to have for breakfast this morning. We're talking about the rest of your life, the very destiny of God over your life. This is how important it is to hear and discern the voice of God in our lives. Yeah. Because, and a lot of people I know, I can just 
sense that on, on the stream that many of you are even having thoughts of, wow, if I had just not gone that direction, then I wouldn't have had this result, good or bad, whatever you may see yeah. that God. Yeah. And if it's, if it's not something that you were a, a result, you desired, God can redeem that. Absolutely. God can restore that. I mean, I'm big on that. I, that I will, that is a hill I will die on. Well, you lived God it. Will restore. Yeah. He will restore. So, so, but hearing his voice and being able to discern when he's telling us to go to the left or to the right mm -hmm. is vital in these times. And as we go into this next year, Jeff, my prayer for the body is that, that people's hearts would be turned towards him and him alone and him first and hearing his heartbeat before anything else, before anyone else to be able to see him and discern. I see Jesus in this. I see Jesus in this man. I see Jesus in this woman. I see Jesus in this ministry. I see Jesus in this message. And real quick, just sometimes it's like, well, well, how do you, how, how, or what am I really looking for? Some of you might be asking that question. Like, what am I looking for when I'm, when I'm listening to a minister or when I'm listening to a message or, or how do you know that the fruit of the spirit is that you, that this person is from God and the fruit of the spirit is this, it's love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Be on the lookout for that. I, I'm always say this, and I said this to y'all, I said this to Kelsey a lot. I'm always looking for love, even when love comes with correction. Hmm. Yeah. I'm always looking for the love factor because I have a good friend that says she she she's a minister and, and uh she she has a church in Philadelphia and she says she she's hugging people and punching the devil out of them. <laughs> and so so we can deliver the truth and deliver it in love. Okay. So pay attention to that. For some of you, some of you are beginning to walk in this. You're really beginning to walk in discernment. Look for the love factor, because even yeah. when you're getting rebuked, it feels when the Lord rebukes us, he, he chastises those whom he loves. You're going to feel the gentleness of the father hugging you and going, okay, it's okay. Mm. I'll get back up again. Yeah. That is the heart of the father for us. Mm. Not to put us on the whip and, and on the post and whip us. And, and, and call us names and condemn us and say things that go clearly against the word of God, but, but you're going to feel that love. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And I, this is just such an important topic, especially as we enter, I, I enter, or we, we enter into 2024 is, is the topic um, of discernment. Um, you know, I, 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 don't think it's lost on everyone that, I mean, 2024 is going to be, it's going to be, uh, unique, you know, yeah. um, I, good I, word. Good yeah, word. I, I, I don't want to like, I know there's a lot of people kind of, uh, presenting only calamity, only hardship. Um, but I do feel like it is a mixture of both. I think that it's going to be very similar in many ways to what we experienced in 2020, 2021. Amen. I'm not saying COVID's Amen. coming back. I'm just saying that those of us that are born of the spirit, those of us that are pursuing the Lord, it doesn't mean that you're not going to face hard things, but there is a measure yeah. of protection and grace over yeah. us. And that that's why God is positioning people to do things that don't make sense. You're like, but like everyone's, everyone's prophesying, 
hardship. Why are you asking me to take out a loan for this thing? Or why are you asking me to like quit my job and start this thing? And why are you like, none of that makes sense if, you know, and it's because of what I'm talking about right now. And, And I think that that's, that's where I heard discernment kick in was I was hearing all these words and they're all mixed. And I'm like, and not all of them. I don't want to, I don't want to say like, I'm the one that has the the revelation. I'm just saying that like, for me, I was like, okay, God, for our house, what do you want us to do? And, yeah. and that's, that's the important thing is like asking God, okay, I have all these things. I have no reason to believe that this person is, is out of alignment because you know, they've been, you know, their, their walk is right. And they're, they're hearing the Lord, but for us or Lauren and myself, God, what do you want us to do? What are yeah. you saying to us? Amen. Um, and, uh, God's like full steam ahead. Don't stop. <laughs> Hit the gas, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And let, I want to just say something about what you just said. There seems to be a parallel of two different narratives yeah but what i think about is i think about that when egypt was in a time of judgment god had people in goshen and Mm -hmm. those those were his people that he covered and protected and so you see this parallel of there was calamity on one side and we know the the plagues of egypt and then there's the people of god being protected being shielded and 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 experiencing the presence of god in a time of calamity. So there's a parallel. And so I believe in preparation of, of 2024 and beyond, I believe that we have to, I love what you said, Jeff, and I believe all of us need to pray this prayer. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And as for me and my house, God, what are you saying? What are you saying for our house? God's given you the word full steam ahead. We're not stopping. We're not backing up, packing up. We're, we're going full steam ahead. So it speaks to God. I, I asked the Lord this. I'm like, Lord, put a Goshen anointing on our family. Yeah. Put a Goshen anointing on the body of Christ. That no matter what we see, no matter what we hear, no matter what's going on in the natural, that we would be hidden in the realm of the spirit. And that you would put that Goshen. It doesn't mean that we're not going to go through hard stuff, but it just means that, God, we're plugged into you. And no matter what we what we walk through in the flesh, we have you. Is God with us? He's with yeah. us, yeah. Emmanuel. Mm. So I am. I'm excited. I know that we've talked about this a lot, but I'm I'm excited because the scriptures tell us that we're to. Actually, Proverbs thirty one says that she looked towards the future in expectation, and I don't think that that's just a female attribute. I believe that that's an attribute as believers that we're to look towards a future and expectation. Why? Because God is in our future, mm. because God is in our tomorrow, because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's been good. He is good. He's always going to be good. So no matter what we face, he's going to show us his goodness. And I can rest in that because he's, he's been faithful. He's going to be faithful today and tomorrow. I can rest in that and I can anchor myself in that. Mm. And maybe that's a, Maybe that's something for, for some, somebody needs to hear that right now, that God's been faithful to you. Maybe there's fear of the, of the future. There's fear of the unknown. There's fear of what's going to come. And there's a lot of words out there that are, are just causing that fear to rise up in you because of what you walk through. And so, Father, we just ask right mm. now that you would break the power of fear 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Break it off your people, Lord. That God, that there would be a holy boldness that would rise up in the church as it did in the book of Acts, Lord. That these yeah. men and women stood in the face of adversity and preached the gospel without compromise and preached with such fire and conviction, God. The Lord, you would put that on us in these days, Lord, that we would rise up as lions. That you said, Lord, that the righteous would be bold as lions. We ask that today for your people, Lord. We thank you that in your boldness as a line of tribe of Judah, there's no place for fear. There's no place for fret. There's no place for being anxious or worried. But God, I thank you. I thank you right now for putting a resilience and boldness on your church, yeah. on the body of Christ, Lord, that we would go out preaching the gospel without compromising, baptizing people in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And I ask you today, Lord, that you would just through, through the airwaves right now, just touch your people, let the oil of joy come upon your people and let fear, we just say, go now in yeah. Jesus' mighty name. That's right. Amen. Mm. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Well, this uh, is a big one. Yeah. Discernment. And we're going to, guys, we're going to be visiting this topic, uh, you know, towards the end of the year. Um, and so, uh, but other thing, like there's, there's two teaching series that God was like, I want you to do the, these two topics. And these are who I want you to ask. So I'll, I'll just tease that way, but they're really important. One in, involves spiritual warfare, uh, which is actually going to be the next teaching series. And I'll say who that is, is we're actually going to have Julie Lopez. Um, a lot of you guys know her, love her. She was a fifth generation, which she is now uh, hell's worst nightmare um, and uh, spirit filled. Um, and so she's going to be doing a teaching series on spiritual warfare, better equipping us um, to uh, just in areas that we need to and all that good stuff. So, um, but yeah, th these are really important topics, especially as we enter into 2024, um, just with everything. I just want to do everything I can. I really feel like it's God wanting to equip believers. Number one, to not Amen. be afraid, um, but to, to be vigilant, you know? So Amen. yeah. Amen. Christine, do you have anything else to add before we close this out? Yeah. Yeah. I want to encourage and just ask each and every one of you, all of us, that we would really seek the Lord's heart to increase the discernment on our life on our lives. I, mm. I I have been extremely burdened in my heart without going into too much details, but just things that, you know, just things on the internet that we see that my burden, uh, and I say it's a it's a it's a burden, not in the sense of a yoke, like carrying something heavy, but there's, there, there is a weight to it that you, I just have a desire for people to truly understand and know the truth for themselves. Mm -hmm. God made this available to us and we're, there are casualties in there. There have been casualties. We've all had them in our lives, but let's ask the Lord to just just pour his spirit into us and that we would see as he sees and just give us x-ray vision in the realm of the spirit. We would know the truth because he, whenever you know the truth, the truth is going to set you free. Yeah. And we can walk in freedom 
when we walk in discernment. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Um, all right, Christina, this was fantastic. I know people really liked it. They were like, this was awesome. Such a great teaching. Um, so, I mean, thank you, Christina, for just everything you bring to the table. Um, it's just, I love just coming alongside just all of, all of your wealth of knowledge and expertise. So it's an honor. It's an honor. Isn't it, Jeff? We, this mm -hmm. is, it's an honor to be here with y'all, but it's an honor. We actually get to all of us, you, me, and everybody that's listening. We get to be conduits of the very presence of God everywhere uh -huh. we go. So yeah, it's, it's huge. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you for having so, me. Christina, how can people follow you just in case they're new here and tell people about your book, Hope in yes. 60 Seconds? Yes. So I'm on I'm on threads now too, guys. I don't know who's oh, on threads. Oh, snap. Are you on threads, Jeff? I'm not. I downloaded okay, the app, but that's be. as far as I got. It's just, it's just, it's like, I think Instagram's trying to do like a Twitter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just under my name, Christina without an H, Christina Baker. And uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, threads now. And uh, and I did, I wrote a book a couple years ago called Hope in 60 Seconds, Encountering the God of the Impossible. And it is 10 chapters about 10 just miraculous supernatural stories of how the Lord encountered me as an atheist pre, you know, pre meeting Jesus and just all the things he did afterwards. Mm -hmm. Come on, come on. So everybody link is in the description to that book. If you're curious, um, also links to her social media accounts. I don't know if we have your threads in there, but we'll remedy you that <laughs> next time. Um, but yeah, so, um, Christina, thank you so much. This Thanks is awesome. For having me, Jeff. Yeah. So everybody, that's our show. Have a, have a blessed Monday. Uh, tomorrow we've got Z Joshua Zakoff back in the house and we're actually going to be talking about everyone's favorite subject, fasting. All um, right. And he's someone who's like, we were talking backstage the last time he was on and talking about fasting. He's like, man, that's a topic that I'm really passionate about. I said, you want to come back on and talk about it? So I think it's going to be really good, you guys. Um, and we're all going to get a lot out of it. Um, so that's tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate. You guys know the drill. Um, even if it's five bucks, we take a portion of that. And we funnel it into our water well efforts. Um, and so many people, thousands of people have been impacted because of you guys' donations. So God bless you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Joshua Zadkoff. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.